we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Continue to pray for this country, this nation. Uh, this has been, I think, the let I have, I mean, this has just been a rough week to sleep. God has been getting me up almost every night this week. Just, I mean, my mind, I just, just can't sleep prior to them coming up with this, um, uh, this, this ruling. I think it was Monday night. The Lord woke me up and just kind of told me you need to tell the body of Christ to prepare. Kind of like it was with this. I don't know if y'all remember the whole Eddie Long situation where the Lord woke me up and I put that online. And then a couple of hours later, CNN broke that broke that news. Uh, and so Monday night, the Lord was just dealing with me and I was just up and um, just different things going on, going through my mind. Once my big old head gets to thinking about stuff, it's just hard for me to go back to sleep. So I was up and I felt like the Lord wanted me to put something on, on the Facebook. So I put that on Facebook, kind of what we talked about with the focus, the body of Christ stand focus. I said in the coming months, it was, it was about to get tough. And then lo and behold, this week was the week that the Supreme Court made the ruling on same-sex marriage. Now, this, this ruling is very significant um, to, the, to the whole path to the end times, just in case you don't know. Uh, the mark of the beast being the number of man is representing man's rule in earth. That's what the three numbers, 666, represent. Uh, so the power of Antichrist is the power to change creation, power to change God's creation and God's intent. Give man his own power, man his own ability to do what he wants with creation as to say that we are our own gods. And so that's what homosexuality, uh, lesbianism, bisexuality, and transgenders. But, of course, the transgenders are now, you know, coming on your jobs and different things. And so it's about to get real real. The first thing they're going to do is go on your Facebook and see who you're following and see what you believe. Then they're going to call you in your office and they're going to threaten to fire you unless you take down your Facebook page or change your belief. That's, that's about to happen probably within the next year that, that that's happening to everybody in here. Okay? You're going to be threatened by your job. They already know it. They already been on your page. That's what Facebook was created for. Facebook was created so that you could no longer have an internal belief or an internal ideology. They want it all external so that they can judge it. Okay? So that's getting ready to happen like I'm standing here right now. I assure you they're getting ready to do that. You see what I'm saying? So they have a real-time uh, a way to look and see your real-time movements, your real-time action, uh, actions. All, everything you do is geotagged. Geotagged means that your location is actually uploaded to the cloud. So they know your every step. There's even a place on your iPhone right now that you can go to, and it'll show everywhere you've been since you've had the phone. It's a setting on that. It's on Android, too. It's a setting on that. You can turn it off, but you can't turn it off. You can turn it off so you can't see it no more, but you can't turn them off. They know exactly where you are and everything's geotagged. Well, all of that was so that once this civil war starts, because it's coming and it's a civil war, homosexuality, which basically represents man's rule against those that disagree. It's coming. Same way there was dogs and water hoses and everything for African-Americans, freedom, the same thing is going to happen with these homosexuals. Because they have all the money, all the power, and they have all the control over you. Because they own TV. 
TV, your, your, your favorite show, your favorite reality program, your favorite show that you DVR. You can't go a day without watching this show or Facebook. All of these different things, they're controlling you. Zuckerberg, all of them from Facebook, all the Twitter, Snapchat, everything that's out there that you love so dearly is going to be used against you. I promise you. This is just, this is where we are. That's about to go down. So you better be ready for a fight. You better be ready for a fight. Because I'm telling you, I was, I woke up early this morning and uh, I don't usually turn on the, um, I, I don't usually turn on TV on Sunday morning. I don't think I ever have. But I turned it on. It's like I'm just uh, doing stuff weird, but then it's always, always has a, uh, a meaning. And so I turn on TV just turned it on and it was on The Pursuit of Happiness, that movie, right? So I was like, man, that movie, that movie made me cry when I first saw it. So I'm sitting there looking at The Pursuit of Happiness and this guy, whatever, whatever, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you ready to live like that? I said, devil? Speak it thou to me? You know you ain't welcome, dear. And I turned it off and the Holy Spirit said, thank me. Thank me. We better start giving God thanks. Because I'm telling you, when they're ready, when they're ready, it's going to be just like that. And if they give me a choice between accepting the LGBT and the eighth Antichrist agenda or living like that, pursuit of happiness. I'm ready. I'm ready. You better be ready to die for it. You better be ready to die for it. And this goes right along with what we're talking about because basically the LGBT antichrist agenda is about sin. It's what it is. The freedom to sin without consequence. That's, that's what it is. Man thinks they can sin without consequence. It's impossible. The homosexuals are lying. They're even lying to themselves. They're dying in the process of protesting. Dying. Body is decaying. Exit wounds. Dying. In the process of protesting. Dying in the process of protesting for their own sin. To be able to sin without consequence. That's what they want to do. But how many of you know sin always has a consequence? Sin always costs. The wages of sin is always what? Death. Death. Always costs. You live a homosexual lifestyle, you just reduced your lifespan. You just, and, they, and it ain't about AIDS. That, that was the 80s and the 90s. It ain't about AIDS no more. They got all kinds of stuff now. They passing cancer. How do you pass cancer to somebody? Yeah, that's how far we've come into anti-Christ. Man, y'all see Obama singing. (laughs) But you know what he was doing, right? You know what he was doing. It's all planned. His wife said what they were going to do. Before they were even voted in. His wife said these churches, they're going to have to get with it or shut down. His wife said that. You can go on YouTube and find it. She said it. She said it in a church. And then went to other places bragging. 
We told Ebenezer Baptist Church. So it's right here, y'all. Hope y'all ready. And it's all about LGBT. You see the, the pictures they flashed? They turned the White House rainbow. They turned the... I thought the Lord was going to come back then. He's not going to take much more of this. And I'm going to tell you when it's going to happen. Now, no man knows the day or the hour, so I'm not predicting. So don't y'all go and post this and all buy Nikes. <laughs> but the day you hear them say, that I mean, the day you hear them get on TV or anything, and say that men and women have the right to be sexually involved with children. That's it. That's it. Time's up. It's going to happen. It's already happening, but it's going to happen. And that's it. We put the little boy, y'all see them, the little boy twerking whatever he was doing it's unbelievable so you better be ready it's coming I ain't preaching to scare nobody we ain't scared we've been waiting on this amen did you, did, did, did you think that you weren't going to have to fight did you think this was going to be easy I'm ready how many of you ready you ready for a fight you ready it's about to go down. It's just about to go. It's, it's about to. It's just, it's just going to be a fight. And man, they just can mix it up. They can make it sound so good that they can get you on their page if you're not looking. Because they can easily say, you know, that, well, I mean, this is just their right to marry. Every human being ought to have that right. I mean, it's just, it's just the right. I mean, they're not bothering you or nothing. I mean, they ought to be have the right. That's a civil liberty. So it's just like being black. It's a civil liberty. So they ought to be able to do whatever. I mean, I mean, I'm not involved in it, but I mean, I could just love them. I mean, but but why can't they get married? You don't even understand. You don't even understand. You don't even understand that when the basic fabric of who we are as man and woman is challenged and there's no more definitive perimeters between men and women, then there's no more gospel. There's no more church. There's no more Bible. That's what they came, they're coming after. So the minute you as a Christian... Say, well, I mean, they ought to be able to do whatever. You're basically defying the word that you say you believe. Because the Bible said they can't do whatever. The Bible said you can't do whatever. The Bible has what we call a standard. And this standard can't be breached. So when they ask you, how do you feel about gay marriage? Are you going to say, well, I mean, as long as I ain't marrying them, I mean, uh, they ought to have the right to marry whoever they want. Is that what you're going to say? Or are you going to say, well, biblically, it's wrong, and this is what I believe? Because, listen, if you deny, if you deny 
them the truth about the LGBT. You deny truth. If for the sake of fear, you punk out, then you deny the truth. If you deny the truth, you deny the Savior. And if you deny him before men, what did he say? Are you ready? Are you ready for a raven to come feed you? Ready to hand them keys over? You know, I was talking to the Lord, I guess it was Monday night, and I was, no, it was after all of this. Actually, yeah, it was this morning about that pursuit of happiness thing. And I was like, Lord, you know, I, I, I had to apologize to the Lord. I said, Lord, I've been, you know, just thinking about things. And if it hadn't been for you, what would I have anyway? And see, that's what things do sometimes. Man, I want to get to this lesson, but good gracious. But that's what things do sometimes. Things make you dependent on more things. And you totally, what happens is you start believing that your ability is bringing things. You start really counting on yourself. And start thinking like the secular world that this is about your ability. But as believers, it's not like that. It's about what God has given us. Now, whether it's opportunity, whether it's education, whether it's money, whether it's food, we believe that God is our source and supply. Amen. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and what? Forget not his. So we believe everything, these are benefits. So we can be doing the same job as a Satanist, but there's a difference between us. And that difference is you get the glory for your life, and God gets the glory for mine. Right? Because if it had not been... That's what I believe. Is that what you believe? That's what I believe. So if he's my source, if he's my supply, I mean, come on now. Now, so, yeah, most of y'all don't have the testimony I have, but I mean, everything I have came from preaching the gospel. So how could I ever even look over anything I have and think G. Craig had anything to do with it? I was selected to do something. He's my boss. You see what I'm saying? And he tells me when to warn you. No, I'm serious. He's, that's who I work for. So I can't ever get, man, I hear guys talk and I'm just blown away by the stuff they say about their own ability and what they think is theirs and the right they have and and I'm like, man, if it wasn't for God, what would any of us have? And so if the man takes it away, the Lord giveth. The Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. They can't take nothing that God don't let them take. 
And if God let him take it, that means he didn't want us to have it anymore. If he wants us uncomfortable to make us act right. And they passed a law that protects the pastors in this area. So they say. I guarantee there's some loopholes in that law somewhere. You go over with a fine tooth comb. It has an expiration date. Because there were laws passed for civil rights for African Americans. And they went and changed them. So if they change those, they are equating the homosexual movement and agenda with African American civil rights. Saying it's the same thing. And I know that's, that's bad, but that, that rabbit hole goes real deep. Coretta Scott King started that. That woman signed some papers. You better go check it out. Check your history. Yeah, she combined the civil rights movement with the LGBT, the homosexual agenda. Can I tell the truth in here? That's what I'm about. Yeah, I mean, thank God for Martin Luther King. Thank God for all he did, all that. I'm not coming against Martin Luther King. He's not here. But there were some things done that changed that, that, that movement. A clause at it. To add the agenda, a sex agenda. A sexual agenda. Sexual preference agenda. Now they got these TV shows. I just saw another show coming out called, uh, no, not, not, not the preachers. That got canceled. Them witches got to go home. Thank God. Amen. The cauldron of witches. Maybe they pot bubbled over. I put on Facebook, even Satan has limits. <laughs> they crossed his line. Satan was like, nah, I can't have nothing to do with this. Y'all, this right here is just, this is out there. Born again virgin. And when the show comes on, she's laying on half naked men, dancing with naked men. But yeah, the born again virgin show. So now they're going to make fun of virgins. Like virginity means absolutely nothing, right? But there was a, there was a homosexual that came out and um, he basically was blasting the church, the modern day church. But he said, I dare the pastors of mega churches and these big churches and different things. He said, I dare they come after. He said, I dare you to come after the LGBT. He said, because what we're doing is scripture and what you're doing is not. Okay, now that sounded perverted, but, 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 but let me tell you what he said. He said, we're marrying. He said, y'all aren't preaching marriage in churches. Wow. Y'all aren't having weddings. Y'all aren't preaching marriage. Y'all aren't preaching monogamous relationships. Y'all aren't putting them together. So y'all churches are full of single women. And nobody's talking about marriage. He said, we out here fighting to be married like the Bible says. And we know it ain't like the Bible says, but y'all understand what he's saying. We fighting for marriage. Isn't that something? We've had 20, probably 20, 50, probably 18, 20 couples in here that got married since we had a church. Last year, we had a ton of people get married. We got four or five in premarital counseling right now. Okay. They, they call us a cult. Had a young lady call the radio station. 
and told her, said, that's a cult. Because all they're doing is getting everybody married and making them get married in there. <laughs> but yeah, they called us straight up. Just like, uh, it's a cult, it's a cult. My sister sitting in a restaurant and said, a lady behind her said, yeah, that G. Craig Lewis is over there with that cult. What kind of church don't have a sign on the building and don't want nobody to know where they are? My sister sitting in a restaurant heard them talking behind her. We're popular. <laughs> and everybody getting married. They just talk, all they talking about is marriage, marriage. You can't be just marrying like that. You got to spend some time. You got to get to know people. You can't be marrying all quick. <laughs> These churches, when you talk a bunch of marriage, we're cult now. Because people marry quick. Four or five months, they decide. Three months, they decide they want to get married. That's too quick. You got to wait and start having sex. Folks trying to do it right. Like the Bible said. Said if you lust, if lust is burning your heart toward one another, meaning you getting the, 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 the munchies. You know how some of y'all some of ex-weed smokers. You know when you get the munchies, you know it's time to munch. I got to stop and get some chips. Something. <laughs> I'm not going to let this feeling pass me by well when you dating and courting and you start looking good to each other it's time to rumble so you got to go get married amen don't you be playing with biology mother nature takes no prisoners she ain't saved No, but we pray together. We believe God together. We we just hold hands and pray. <laughs> Bob says it's good for a man not to what? Touch. Because the minute you catch hands and y'all's energy begin meshing, I don't care what you saying out of your mouth. Oh Lord, I don't care what you say. Your body is sending some other signals. Am I telling the truth in here? Anybody been there? Yes, I've been there. Don't you mess with that, Jack. That's going to end one way. One way, that prayer, everything. One way, Jack. It's going straight to the bed. I don't care how I say, I don't care how much anointed oil is in the room. I don't care. I don't care what you got uh, Rance Allen playing in the background. I don't care. I don't care how much he's grunting in the background. I don't care. That's going to be you making them sound. It's not nice to fool with who? Mother Nature. So we promote marriage in it between a what? A what? A man and a woman. Like the Bible said. I don't know nothing else other than what the Bible says. So they condemn us for marriage. Marrying. 
And let me say this. Man, what time? Is, uh, just, just, put, just put the logo up. <laughs> it ain't going to happen today. <laughs> but let me tell you this. I tell the, I tell the couples when they come in premarital counseling, because my premarital counseling is just different. But the first thing I let them know is marriage is 100% relative. Look at somebody and say relative. And I don't mean when you get married, you're going to be related. No. It's <laughs> Some people don't understand words. So let me break it down. Relative, there's, the opposite of relative is absolute. Okay? Absolute, relative. Relative means that it's just contingent. It's contingent upon the decision that the two people make. Okay? So the union, though the union is absolute through God, which he says, let no man put asunder. Okay? Well, God is put together. So that means that it's absolute concerning God. But concerning us and our flesh, it's 100% relative. That means that it's based on what we decide. You understand? So two people from two different worlds, two different planets, two different zones, two different anything with two different ideas. They don't, they don't agree on nothing can come together and decide to agree on something. That's what relative means. That means that you can be from Mars, I can be from Venus, but because I say I love you, we're going to work it out and make it work. That's, that, that, that's, that's, that's why it don't take a long time. Okay? A matter of fact, the longer it takes and the older you are, the more cynical you become and the more you begin to find things or reasons not to do it. See, if we are dealing with a brain and we're dealing with eyes that are connected to, a, to our brain, we are telling ourselves what we like. We are formulating what we like. You know how I know? Because when you first got married, you liked the way your wife looked. 50 years later, she don't look like that no more. So what happened? You changed what you like. Man, I just preached. I just preached. You got it. You got it. It took you, it took you a minute. <laughs> yeah, you change. You change what you like over time. You just decided this is what I like. And so as the years went by, you start liking that. But had you been the age you were when you first met, that's not what you liked. You liked a different look. That's why when folks come and tell me, well, she don't look like, I'm, I'm, shut up, get out of here. You don't marry because of that. How you gonna marry because of that and that's gonna change? Amen. Now, and don't come telling me you're attracted to each other. So when you come start using words like I'm attracted, then I want to know what is that attraction based on? What is the root of that attraction? Were there magazines that you experienced when you were a young lad? <laughs> Videos, TV? Somewhere an attraction was built. Old boyfriends, old girlfriends, old relationships. That's the kind of guy I like for him to look this way and this way. What formulated that? Because if you're going to base a relationship on that, you're going to have some problems down the line. Because not only is that going to change, but you're going to constantly be bombarded with what you saw first in the media. And if that's what your attraction is based on, then someone else is going to attract you. But I'm just telling you, you got to base it on something that means something. 
is this person going to treat me right? Then God gouges my eyes out. If your eye offended thee, pluck them out. Let me find the one I need. Because if your eyes are connected to your brain, which is connected to your emotions, then you're going to train it to like what you want anyway. So if that's what you with, you're going to like what you with if that's what you choose. If you choose to. Because it's all relative. Amen. I, it sounds like a real cult in here. Man, that's a cult message. But seriously, seriously, I'm telling you, seriously. Now I understand you don't want them looking like <laughs> Antoine from In Living Color. <laughs> The bus station look. <laughs> you ain't looking for that. I understand. You want to smell nice. and I understand all those things. But I'm also saying that our nation has created this long courting period. It was on purpose to make way for this LGBT agenda. Because there's only one way to fight. The LGBT agenda. Only one way. You can go throw all on their buildings. You can go rip down the rainbow. You can go out there and I mean you can take all of the depends. You can do all of this. You can, you, 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 you can go do all of that. But there's only one way to truly fight the LGBT. You know what it is? Marriage. Show them what real marriage is. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.